0: Plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: I'm back. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Welcome to Season 2 of Surviving the Mandemic. It's been a minute. Oh, <laughs> And I've been gone way too long. And do you know what? I really do need to apologize for that because it really wasn't meant to be that much of a break. (laughs) But do you know what? I'm just, I'm going to say it now. I'm going to be really, really honest. I kind of had my heart broken again. Yep, there I said it. I had my heart crushed into a million pieces. And you know what? I just wasn't ready to share it. I just needed to take a minute. And I know I've been very honest with my journey. And I'm always very open on here. But there are just some times in life where you just need to step back, reflect, and just take a goddamn minute. Um, So I am going to tell you the story one day of what I went through, but I'm not going to lie, guys, I thought I met the one. (laughs) I thought I actually met the one, like I believed it with all my heart and it came crashing down and it was not meant to be. And that's okay. And sometimes we learn lessons and we go through these things, but don't worry, that story is going to be coming very soon maybe even next week. I just wanted to start off season two with something a bit more light and fluffy, you know? Um, So here we are. And I have missed you. And you know what? Not a day goes by without someone messaging me asking when season two is coming back. So I listened to you all and here I am. And I'm so excited to be back because... (laughs) Literally, in the last few months, there is so much more to tell. It has been eventful, to say the least. I also do want to add that I am half a bottle of wine in right now. Um, You know... <laughs> just needed a little bit of Dutch courage to get going again. And you know what? I've never done that. In the whole of season one, I never had one single glass of wine when recording because I used to record on a Sunday afternoon. But this is the new me, guys. It's Friday night. I'm having a me night. I, got, I ordered my favourite takeaway. I got my favourite bottle of wine and I am having a me night. And this is still going to be released on a Monday, but I just thought, do you know what? I'm ready to talk and here we are. (laughs) So first on the agenda, I need to tell you a little story about someone I matched with on Bumble. So first of all, I did have a little break from the apps because obviously I thought I'd met my husband. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I thought I'd met my husband. So I deleted all the apps because I was like, that's it. No more apps. I've met him. I've met the one. And um, then I soon came crawling back to the apps and, um, yeah, had a great encounter with someone. (laughs) Literally. And this is what I wanted to start by telling you. I'm actually going to read out the message that this guy sent me. You are not going to believe, obviously, all names remain anonymous for obvious reasons. So here we go. I matched with this guy on Bumble. He seemed like a really lovely guy. You know, we were messaging quite quickly. He asked for my number. I was like, okay, why not? So then we move it over to WhatsApp. And he was really sweet to me. He was like, you seem really lovely. I'd love to take you for dinner. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'd love that. Take me for dinner. Everybody loves going for dinner. Oh yeah, that's also the new me, guys. I love going for dinner on dates now. I've got this new confidence with going for dinner dates and food-related dates. <laughs> so the next message comes in and here's what it says. To be honest, I have a partner and we're looking for a classic, fun, cool, sophisticated and quality lady <laughs> oh, to join us for dining, whining traveling, traveling, laughing, and enjoy quality time together. So if you're open-minded and interested, I'd be happy to put us three into a WhatsApp group to chat and get to know each other. And besides, I'm sure you will like her very much. Sorry, are you joking? (laughs) Are you joking? there's me giving my number to this guy because I think, oh, lovely guy. Okay, we're going to go on a date. And then next minute, he wants some weird group date. Is he for real? This is what we're up against, girls. This is what is wrong with the world and dating apps right now. So I messaged straight back and said, I think you're on the wrong app, pun. Not interested. Goodbye. And let me tell you, there is an app out there. I think it's called Field or something like that. And I think it's more for like threesomes and things like that. Not interested. Go on that app. You are on the wrong app. This is Bumble. Bumble is where the girl messages first. It's just a normal dating app. Right? So anyway, of course he replies again. This is what he said, it's a shame as you're gorgeous, but no worries, my dear, all good and take it easy, take it easy, (laughs) it was nice chatting with you and wishing you all the best, and if you change your mind, feel free to drop a message, no, no, I will not be changing my mind, hon, goodbye, control, alt, delete and block. Sorry, but what is wrong with these people? So you can imagine, I've gone back on the apps for the first time in a long time and this is what happens. So to be honest, I'm at my wits end with it all, but I will not give up because I believe there has got to be somebody out there that is looking for the same thing as me. There's got to be. I mean, what is there, 66, 67 million people in the UK? Surely, of course, not all of them are on the dating apps, but surely there's someone in the u k for me right there's got to be I've got that hope I am not giving <laughs> I'm not giving up on that hope, never in the meantime, after Mr Heartbreak, that's what we're going to call him we're going to call him Mr. Heartbreak, the one that I thought I was going to marry. After Mr. Heartbreak, I had I did have a little bit of a break and then I actually met someone else and I was dating him for about a month. Um, yeah, that also didn't, <laughs> didn't last very long. I think my record in the last couple of years is two months. <laughs> oh, I'm really not looking good on this, am I? But do you know what? I hopefully there are people out there that relate to me and that's all I care about. Um, So no matter how embarrassing it is, I'm going to tell you anyway. So I was dating this guy for about a month and on our very first date, he got so smashed. (laughs) I mean, it's a miracle I gave the guy a second chance, but there was something about him that made me give him the second chance. And unfortunately, it didn't work out, but we had fun while it lasted. He got so smashed on the first day that I had to put him in a cab. I had to put him in a cab. Sorry, can we have a gentleman or the fairy tale prince putting me in a cab, please? Honest to God, I needed to make sure this guy got home safely because he was just so absolutely trolleyed yeah that was a good one and you know what the next day he was so apologetic and he said he never normally gets like that um I was like he said he was just so nervous and I was like okay and I'll give him another chance and then we did go on to have some really fun dates but he was just he turned out to be very unreliable and he was just you know cancelling last minute all the time and I just thought I deserved better. So here I am. (laughs) Back to being exclusively single. Um, You know, I gave him, I mean, I gave him a few chances because I will give everyone the benefit of the doubt. You know, things happen, things crop up in life. But when you do it again and again, and you've had like a sixth, seventh chance, then sorry, no, goodbye. That's it for me. And so we move and we move on. Right. So that was Mr. Chaotic. So in between Mr. Heartbreak and Mr. Chaotic was the Platinum Jubilee. (laughs) Platy Jubes. And on Platy Jubes, I had a really fun day with all of my best friends and spent the whole day drinking. And for some reason, I had booked in a date for that night. So obviously, I've had quite a bit of wine throughout the day. I think we started at about one or two o'clock in the afternoon, and I was meeting this date at like half seven. Now, what I completely forgot is that this guy didn't drink. So I've turned up. Now it was my turn to turn up on a date and get trolled. Now I turned up, and I was pretty tipsy, shall we say? I never get fully, fully drunk, falling around the place. I I just don't really, I know when to stop guys. I know when to stop. So, but I was pretty tipsy. And you know, when you're trying so hard to remain really sober, especially being on a date with someone that doesn't drink, he was actually ordering mint tea at the table. So we're going to call him Mr. Mint Tea. So I walk in Mr. Mint Tea. He's very good looking actually. Um, not hair out of place, you know, very well put together, shall we say, smells amazing. And I'm like, oh my God, I've been on the piss all day here. And I'm really trying to like focus on what he's saying and really try and, you know, keep it together. Even to the point at one point where <laughs> I got up to go to the bathroom, I was trying so hard, like not to trip or not to like look drunk Um, And where he was so good looking, I think it made me feel a bit nervous, even with the drink. But do you know what? He was just so boring. And I don't know, and it doesn't matter how attractive someone is, but sorry, if you can't talk about anything other than being really serious and the diet that you're on, that to me is just, no, not interested. But obviously, I was trying to pretend that I was interested. And I was really trying to try, you know. (laughs) I was really trying to get involved in some sort of a conversation. But yeah, it was just so difficult. But basically, this guy was training for a fight that was not booked in. There was no fight. So he was just training for the invisible fight and getting his body back to where he needed to be, but but there was no actual fight coming up. He was just, I don't know, maybe he was prepping to get back into it. I couldn't really quite work it out, the whole mint tea thing. I mean, listen, you know, completely respect when someone doesn't drink. Do not have a problem with that. But he just did really take life quite seriously. But he was a really nice guy. And I was sitting there thinking, do you know what? I actually would like to go on another date with this guy when I am really sober. And um, because maybe, you know, we'd get on a little bit better, maybe. And I thought that the rest of the date went quite well. And then, mind you, he did seem to get the bill quite quickly. So, <laughs> so maybe, maybe I wasn't for him. But as we were walking out, it was him that said, oh, I'd really like to see you again. And we were talking, discussing where we could go on a second date. So in my mind, I thought it went quite well. Um There was an awkward moment where, you know, when you kind of go to kiss on the cheek, but then you end up on the lip. And I was just like, what's going on? I was just like, I need to get home and not drink again. And then it was really weird because he went radio silent, you know, like messages and stuff and calls. And we'd even spoke on the phone. I knew he was quite a big texter. He would text quite a lot. And then all of a sudden, a couple of days later, I hear from him and because I was like, hello, are you OK, hun? How are you? Are you still there? And he was like, hello, so thought I'd reflect on this as I like to give things the requisite time when needed. I can't quite work you out. <laughs> And he goes on to say, I couldn't tell whether you really enjoyed last night or if you were tired or a little bored. (laughs) Or maybe, hun, all of the above. But that aside, I'm a guy that really doesn't do the chatting to girls, looking for hotties, scoping a room out, meet, date, meet, date. My sense is you quite like that while going out with friends, clocking guys, chatting, flirting, no criticism of that at all. There is nothing wrong with it. It's just very different from me and what I do or want to do. And I was like, what? Sorry, how did he get that? And take that and invent that about me from that date that we had. I was just like, what on earth? And then it gets worse. He goes on to actually bash my podcast. (laughs) He says, I listened to some of your podcasts and I'm not sure I could see myself getting to know someone, investing time, emotion, feelings, trust, faith, who was more or less on the prowl when out. That's just me being completely honest and upfront. Wow. First of all, he obviously hasn't listened to the podcast because the whole point of this podcast is that I don't meet people on a night out. The whole point of this podcast is that I'm stuck with the dating apps and it's very rarely, you know, it very rarely happens that I get approached on a night out and I'm having to go on these blind dates all the time. And how There's so many weirdos out there and liars and catfish and all of the above, all of the stories that I've told on this podcast and have shared of other people, of what's happened to them. So... I was just so confused. Like He just got me so, so wrong. And I had to share that with you. And you know what? Each to their own. Everybody is entitled to their opinion and that is fine. But I was just like, he completely got the wrong end of the stick on the podcast. The whole point of the podcast is that I'm struggling to meet someone and I'm 37 years old. So... Yeah, I was just a bit like, wow, okay, well, I've lost a listener there. So that's a real shame. (laughs) (laughs) And so that was it. Goodbye, Mr. Minty. I said what I had to say. I responded to him. And that was kind of it. We never spoke again. So that was that. And at the end of the day, you just can't take these things personally, can you? And some people just don't gel and they just don't click, do they? So... (laughs) That is the story of that one. Also, I do just want to say, I do appreciate that this podcast might put a lot of men off. Like I get it because these people are probably worried that they're going to be content or something, but I do try to warn people when I am talking to someone and getting to know someone, I have always been really honest because especially when you meet on an app like I've said before, you quite often exchange Instagram handles because, you know, you can find out more about a person and you start following each other. And I do always warn them. And I say, listen, I, I'd like to be honest. I, I don't want it to put you off. You know, it's a lot of stories from the past and it's the situation that I'm kind of in, but I'm not here to like man hate or Slag off ex boyfriends, nothing like that. I'm just here to share funny stories and tell my truth. And do you know what? If any of those exes want to come onto the pod to tell their version of events, please feel free. I think that would make for a great episode. Do you know what I mean? So you know, I mean I did a TikTok recently, my one and (laughs) my one and only TikTok, because you know, I'm really just trying to Keep in with the cool kids and stuff. So I did a TikTok, and it actually said it was just me dancing on my own with a bottle of wine and one glass. And it says when you la- when you launch a podcast and then realize it might keep you single forever, but that is the risk I've taken. And it just so happens that a couple of guys that I have dated recently, it really didn't bother them, and they were actually you know they thought it was cool that I had a podcast and you know that. I'm building that kind of platform and community and they quite like, they found it was interesting and it didn't bother them. So obviously that takes a real man to just not, you know, be bothered about a podcast. But I do find that as soon as people find out about it, I get ghosted. I'm not going to lie. And it's happened quite a few times and it's a shame because it's happened with some really, really lovely guys. But what can I do? you know, I'm not going to hide it. I'm not going to block them from my social media because that is me. And so there we have it. I'm so glad that I checked out of the Heartbreak Hotel (laughs) and came back to you all. Thank you so much for coming back for season two. I have got so many more stories to tell you. I've got so much more to share over the next few weeks. So keep coming back every Monday. Please, please, please rate, review, and subscribe. I really, really appreciate it. It helps me get seen and heard by more people out there. And, you know, I just really want to keep sharing my stories. And please do DM me at Surviving the Mandemic on Instagram. Please share anything, any topics you want me to discuss, any stories you want me to share. Obviously, everything remains anonymous. So I'm here for it. I hope you have the most amazing week. Be kind to yourselves and speak soon, babes.
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?